This podcast is reserved for audiences 18 years and older. Hello, and welcome to Leather Talk with Mr. Bullet Leather 2020. I'm your host, Brandon. Well, I have two very special guests with me today to talk about one of my favorite kinks. Drumroll, please. Water sports. That's right. If you've ever been curious about the wet and wild fetish, then this is the episode for you. Today, we answer some of the most common questions asked when concerning yellow hanky play, as well as talk about some of our hottest experiences along the way. Keep in mind, we are not doctors, nor do we ever claim to be. If you are seeking actual medical advice, whether or not that be related to kink, please consult your doctor or medical professional. We are only here to share our knowledge and personal experiences for fun and information's sake. With that said, I invite you to sit back, relax, have a couple bottles of water nearby maybe, and get ready for some more leather talk. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another bonus episode of Leather Talk with Mr. Bullet Leather 2020. Today, we have some very special guests, Ben and David. Hi, guys. Hi. Howdy. <laughs> Would you guys mind introducing yourself? Why don't we start with um, David first? Hi, everybody. Um, so my name is David Sanford. I am a gay male who uh, has been involved in the leather community for about five and a half years, and I was Mr. Sister Leather 2017. Awesome. And how about you, Ben? Um, my name's Ben Calfer. I'm a queer dude-ish. Um, I use he, him, but I'm not particular about pronouns. Uh, I have the lux- that luxury. And I guess I've... Oh, I have had a couple of titles. One of them was Mr. L.A. Leather Bear 2018, and then I went on to Mr. L.A. Leather 2018. And then as a joke, I got the title of Mr. Zip Dick Leather 2019, which was fun. And then... <laughs> okay. And how how long have you been in the community for? Oh, that's I think the community question is difficult because I've been in LA for I uh, 13 years and I've been in the bear community almost since I start since I moved here okay. and then sort of I found a leather community but mostly a lot of leather for me is not it, it starts as a as a person to person thing rather than as like a community thing so okay. it's it's difficult to answer that question. Awesome. Awesome. Well, the reason I called you guys on the show today is because we are all into one of the same kinks. Um, David, would you announce it? What is this special kink that we're all into? We're into piss play, water <laughs> sports, golden showers, etc., etc. Yay! <laughs> So we all, I guess, wear our yellow hankies. I like to wear my yellow hanky on the right um, and sometimes on the left on a full moon. What about you guys? I'm predominantly on the left and I don't usually wear a hanky, but yellow is incorporated into like practically all the leather I wear. <laughs> and how about you, Ben? Um, I tend to wear my most of my hankies on the right. right. Uh, although it's interesting with water sports where you wear your hanky because it's the vast majority of the people I've met who are into water sports are into it because they like the pee, which means that they're by necessity kind of the bottom. However, if you go to water sports events, they often say, hey, everybody take your turn because there are a lot of people who want to be peed on and not a lot of people who it occurs to them to pee on people. Right, right. Exactly. Yeah. There's like a give and take. And in, in, in particular with water sports, there's a there's a give and take and, and, and all the bottoms at some point have to play top. <laughs> we're playing into the stereotype of when everyone's like everyone in LA is a bottom and it's like totally <laughs> not true but <laughs> that is true. Um, so we we talk about you know what is water sports so water sports is really like when you get a, some kind of sexual gratification out of urine if we're going to talk about it clinically <laughs> um, uh, Dr. Brandon Dr. Brandon <laughs> So I'll share a little bit about how I got into water sports, and then maybe you guys could share a little bit about how you guys got into it, too. Because um, I think it's really important for people to know that 
you know, I mean, I don't know, I guess you don't walk into a bar and just decide one day that you're going to get pissed on. I mean, I don't know, maybe you do, but (laughs) (laughs) no, that, that wasn't my story at all. Um, well, anyways, for me, it was I was with this guy at the time, and we were watching this porn compilation together. And it was like this hour-long thing that we just downloaded from somewhere. And anyways, at the very end, there was this scene where this guy looks like he's going to suck his own dick, right? Like he's leaning all the way back, he's laying on the floor, and his dick's hanging right over his mouth. And we're like, oh my god, that's so hot. Like he's almost touching his dick. And then all of a sudden, he opens his mouth and just like heavy stream pisses right into his mouth. Wow. And it was like, you could, it sounded like the toilet, you know, when you like really have to go, oh, like, wow. <laughs> and the guy I was watching this porn with was like, that is so, like, that's so gross. And I was like, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so then the next day, he was like, I can't stop thinking about like that. That's so crazy. Like I'm going to watch it again. Like, do you want to watch it again? And I was like, yeah, let's watch it again. Let's see. And then I was like, I don't know what it is about like the sound. And he's like, yeah, the sound is is just so hot. He's like, oh my God, I hope I'm not getting into anything crazy. And I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try it. I drank two Brita filter pitchers of water and did exactly what the boy did in the video. And I sent it to him. He's like, oh my God, that's so hot. <laughs> so that's like the inception of like the beginning of my water sports play. <laughs> that's fantastic. That was great. And what about you guys? David? Ben. Uh, ben. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're, all, we're all being so blank. Who wants to go first? Um, so trigger warning, content warning. I'm uh, going to talk about... Um, underage sexual exploration okay um when i when i was in my teens there was there was internet and i could go onto websites and watch porn Mm. um well really it was mostly looking at pictures then because there wasn't enough internet for video so i started looking at porn pictures and there were websites that had you know super hot sexy guys doing all sorts of things to each other and the one thing that i really gravitated towards was just just picture after picture of cum shots and dudes their faces while while they were coming and uh the cum shooting out and it became like that was a big focus of my you know interest Mm -hmm. and then i saw at some point a picture of a guy pissing and i thought well that it looks pretty similar to a cum shot like it's visually uh it it appealed to me in the same way so at some point i started jerking off a lot to pictures and then videos of people pissing on each other and themselves and in each other and themselves and then i had a boyfriend and we started playing around with pee like i would come over and he would just ply me with water after water after water and we would pee all over each other and in each other and in the bathtub and blah 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 so that became a lot of fun and then it it just sort of turned into something that i enjoy doing Wow, that's pretty intense. I don't think I could relate <laughs> to that, <laughs> but that's pretty cool. <laughs> what about uh, what about you, David? So mine was completely by accident. I had been uh, involved in the leather community for just a little while, and I was still exploring things. And I was at a bar one night, and I'd been flirting with this guy, and we were saying goodnight. And I was kind of in my, I also identify as a pup, and I was kind of in a bit of a pup space. Mm. And so I barked in his ear, like, goodbye. I said, like, rough. And the guy, like, grabbed me tighter and was like, do that again. So I barked in his ear one more time. And he, all of a sudden, I could feel him getting hard underneath, like, his shorts. So he drags me into the bathroom, and he pulls down his pants, And I'm thinking, okay, well, I guess I'm going to blow him. Like, you know, no big deal, whatever. And so I start to blow him. We're in a stall in the bathroom. And all of a sudden, I feel this liquid coming into my mouth. And at first, I'm thinking to myself, that is a lot of cum. It's like shooting. And then I'm like, oh, that's not cum. That's piss. (laughs) And for a split second, I was like, oh, my God. And then he, like, I'm trying to, like, get it all because it's, like, 
like flooding out of my mouth because I don't know what to do because it's so much. And like he pulls away from me and it's a really heavy stream and he starts pissing all over me. And I'm just like sitting there on the toilet in this bathroom getting drenched by this guy. And then he puts the dick back in my mouth and I'm trying to swallow it. And I'm like, look, look, look. it's like insanity. And in my head, I'm like, oh my God, this is so hot, but it's so weird. And what's going on? And like 20 different emotions at the same time. And then he finishes zips up like hands me a bunch of paper towels and says thanks have a good night oh my god i'm so hard right now david that and walks out <laughs> he walks out like the door of the stall is open and i'm literally sitting there drenched in his piss completely flummoxed and completely turned on uh. and i'm like wow Oh my God! That concludes and our episode for Love. Brandon <laughs> now needs to go beat off for two hours, <laughs> and that was literally my first experience. Oh my God, David! And then wow. I so I so so there's more. So I dry myself off as best as I can because obviously I didn't bring a change of clothes. So I'm drying myself off, and I walk out to meet my friends. And they're looking at me because I'm like drenched. And one of them, Xavier, looks at me. He's like, "All, why are you all wet?" And then he pauses and gets this look in his eye and comes <laughs> over and sniffs me. And his his face lights up. He's all, "Oh." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Congratulations." <laughs> that and that so was wonderful. it. Can we all just give him a round of applause? Yeah, seriously. Yes. I mean, thank you. And I never saw the gentleman again. I he's it was a one time. I never saw him again. I don't know his name, but it was the gateway into my love. So, wow. There you have it. You know, I as as hot as that story is, I get, what I wonder what would happen if you were like had not been into it. <laughs> like, you know. I think about that because initially I think before I had that experience, like I said, I was so new to everything. Piss play did not seem like something I would be into because I was thinking about, well, what about the smell? And what if you can't take it all? And what about going in my ass? Like I was really trying to think it all out. So I think if I had kept doing that, it never would have happened. Mm. So I'm glad the first time was completely spontaneous, completely not what I was expecting. Because I think I would have tried to tiptoe into it. And for me, that wouldn't have worked. Wow. Yeah. I think in general, though, it, especially for people that may be listening, it's not a good idea to just start peeing on people without, you know, They're talking concerned. about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, while we're on the topic, I had another friend, and I won't mention his name, but I had another friend and I asked him, like, uh, like how you how did he first get into water sports? And now I fantasize about this story. Like I pretend like it's me sometimes and like jerk off to the, the thought. He said one time he was sucking this guy's dick. I think it was like at a bathhouse or a spa or something. And he came in his mouth. And, you know, he just he had his dick in his mouth with all this cum. And he said, keep swallowing. And he's like, huh? Oh. He's like, what? And then he just started pissing in his mouth and he was like, oh, fuck, yeah. Like, and so I have this fantasy of that happening to me. Like, um, it's, it's not even my story, but it's like, I, it lives through me. <laughs> That's, That's a great fantastic. story. Okay, so enough story. We'll come back to story time, you guys. So let's go on. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's not, Brandon's letting his chubby calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Now that we kind of talked about how we got into it, and, and Ben, you kind of touched on this already, but why would somebody be interested in getting piss off them? It just sounds, you know, in the beginning, I guess, kind of like not clean, not sterile. I mean, it's exactly the opposite. It is, by definition, sterile. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have any um, any organisms in it till it leaves the body, which is wonderful. Um, I really enjoy the wetness and the warmth and the connection with somebody i enjoy that sometimes it's about sometimes it's an act of service mm -hmm. to help somebody sort of take care of their waste sometimes it's an act of humiliation sometimes it's an act of playful fun sometimes it's like 
you know, boyish or puppyish people just can get together and and it, all of a sudden it's just people pissing all over each other and it's gleeful and it's um, it, there's laughter. It's really wonderful. So it can be. It can serve yeah. a lot of different purposes. Is kind of what you're saying. Totally. It's all purpose kink. <laughs> and you know, for for David, since since you're a pup as well, um, do, does piss play ever? fall into the category of pup play I, I can just imagine you know being commanded to like lift your leg and dig a piss on a fire hydrant or something yeah it can be it never really has been so much for me um piss play for me has always been something that has always been of being of service mm -hmm. for me like everybody that i have ever drank their piss it's because i wanted to make them happy for me the joy that I get is when I'm taking the piss right from the tap and I look up and their face is registering orgasm, pleasure, ecstasy. That's what I know that I'm doing my job. Mm -hmm. There are certain people that, I'm, that I have taken their piss many, many, many times and always get the same reaction. And it literally gets me hard. Ben, you kind of mentioned, you know, that it, it is sterile. There's no organisms that come into it until it leaves the body. So, and David, you, you mentioned that you enjoy drinking from the tap. So what is it, for those who are not familiar with these terms, uh, what is drinking from the tap and is it safe? So drinking from the tap is literally drinking it from the person's dick. Mm -hmm. um, it means just open up and say, on oh, here it comes. Uh, I would like to say, though, just to kind of backtrack slightly a little bit, there are some things that can be in piss that are not good for everybody. Mm -hmm. I'm a sober man, which means I don't drink and I don't do drugs. There are some drugs, illicit drugs, such as like crystal meth or coke or things like that, that do come out in the piss. Mm -hmm. So me, I don't drink the piss of anybody that I know that has been partying in such a way I, because I could actually get high from that. Oh, I see. I see. So you you really want to be careful if you're like at Folsom Street Fair, for example, and you don't know who it is that's pissing down your throat. Right. I'm somebody who the people that I do piss, piss play with are people that I know and I know what they've been doing and you know, what they've been putting in their body. Mm -hmm. If somebody wants to piss on me, that's a different situation. But if you want me to drink it, I have to know that you haven't been, you know, doing anything you shouldn't be. Well, not that you shouldn't be doing, but that I shouldn't be doing. Okay. And, you know, while we're on the topic of, of drinking it, um, you know, there, there are different... I guess you could say potencies of piss. <laughs> I think some piss has tasted better than than others. Um, it just kind of depends on how willing I am at the moment. But what flavor of piss do you guys like? <laughs> I like vanilla. Um, I I really really like diabetic piss because it's super sweet when it comes out. Oh really? God, I need to try that. Yeah, if you're diabetic and you want you have to pee, uh, I will be there. Oh, interesting. All the diabetics listening to this podcast, my phone number is. <laughs> I guess it's a good way to test if you're diabetic. You know, taste your oh, own. That's true. <laughs> I think there's also something about like artificial sweeteners that don't necessarily break down in the body, so that oh, sometimes they can come out in the piss as well, and that's that makes it sweet, mm. um, which is totally cool. Okay, and then uh, what about you, David? I, for the most part, am pretty good about most piss. Uh, I learned early on, do not take the morning piss, mm. Mm. because that is always the strongest. It is holding all of the stuff that's been churning around in your body all night. Some people really enjoy that piss. I do not. Uh, but other than that, I really love a good beer piss. Like, if you've had two or three beers or four beers or five beers, I love that and i can take that because the alcohol actually filters out of your system so i'm allowed to drink that and you do it so well <laughs> i does. try thank you he has an award <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i i prefer i think clear piss more than like the higher potencies but if it's like they had a couple drinks and it's and it's yellow that's that's fine but what i found is like 
when people drink, sometimes they don't drink enough water. Right. And then they get dehydrated and then it gets really dark. Yeah. Yes. And in my opinion, the darker piss, it has like this sort of aftertaste. Like it'll go down. But then afterwards, yeah. I'm like, oh God. Like I can really, it's like reeking in my mouth somehow. And I just like not usually that into it unless I'm like in a really crazy state of mind where I'm like, I don't care what's in your piss. Just like get it in me. Ah. Um, <laughs> I've had that. I totally had this moment back in February where I was at a, I was in Vegas and a friend of mine wanted to piss down my throat. And he warned me ahead of time that he was a little dehydrated. So it wasn't going to be, you know, all sweet and delicious. And I'm like, that's okay. I just want your dick in my mouth. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was fine, but somewhere also, and I've seen it and I don't know where I saw it at. There is a chart that shows the different colors of your piss from clearest to darkest. And it explains like, if you're like at yellow, then you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. But if you're really dark, then maybe you should, you know, have some water, or maybe call a doctor or whatever. Right. I wish I knew where that chart was. We'll have to find it so you can post it on the, um, it, it can be the album artwork. <laughs> yeah. We went to um, Burning Man for a few years, and there was a newsletter. You know, if you just put a mailbox out, somebody would put a newsletter in it, mm -hmm. I think, every day. Or, yeah. And the newsletter, the title of the newsletter was Piss Clear. That was like their daily newspaper, mm -hmm. because it was just a good reminder that everybody needed to drink water while we were out in the desert. Um, mm -hmm. And that uh, is sort of a, a philosophy of life now, that I really strive to piss clear at all times. And I think I th it's pro it's healthy for you. Um, the clearer your piss is, the healthier your body is, because the more you're flushing out mm -hmm. and the the fewer kidney stones you'll get. Ta-da! So what about, I don't know anybody who's really into this, and I don't know if you guys are, but what about getting pissed in your eyes? Oh. Uh, um, I, mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I, I, the reason I ask is because I know there's some guys that are like really into getting cum shot in their eyes. And I always thought that was like a pretty quirky thing, but there are, yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> you really? Did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ex it, well, okay. One time I was like making out with this guy at the, <clears throat> at the bar and, um, uh, was like, I was like, what are you into? And he's like, I really like getting cum shots like directly in my eyes. Like it burns but I just fucking love it. And I'm like, wow. okay. And then I found wow. out that it's actually, that's really a thing. Like people are into that. And so I can't imagine, I, I don't know. I can't imagine pissing in my own eyes, but what about you? I just think about that scene in the movie trick where the drag yeah. queen is in the bathroom talking about getting cum in her eye and how it burns. I was going to say, I want to, now I want to make a bunch of ha uh, handkerchiefs with Coca Peru's face on them so that you can <laughs> flag cum in your eye. Perfect. <laughs> I've never been pissed on in my eyes. I don't think I would enjoy that simply because in the moment I want to see the person. Oh, so yeah. that would kind of ruin my turn on, I think. Okay. Well, you know, there's different ways to drink piss. Um, <laughs> I'm just loving, I, I wonder if some of the listeners are sitting here thinking like, okay, you guys stop talking about drinking piss already. Well, sorry, this is the episode that you're listening to. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. Drinking from the tap. Now, you know, if you guys watch a lot of piss porn, you'll know that you can also piss directly into a cup and drink from it. Mm -hmm. um, and for the longest time, I was like not into that because I really wanted like the dick in my mouth or I just mm -hmm. wanted to like directly come from a dick. And like later on, I've gotten more into like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you can piss in a cup and give it to me. How do you guys feel about that? I think it's super efficient and super sexy. Um, I remember being at uh, a, a few of the local bars and they were just packed, you know, like a Sunday beer bust when you can't move and you have to pass the pitchers from the bar to the people because nobody can get there. Right. Um, and nobody can get to the bathroom either. So it, it, it's always really nice to just have an extra, like, beer stein to give to somebody when they got to go. Um, <laughs> and then I get, I get super turned on by it. And then they get relief, which is lovely. Hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For me, it's a little different. I don't have a problem drinking from a cup, again, depending on the person I'm with. It's not as big of a turn on for me, but it also kind of depends on the environment, what headspace I'm in. I have to take all of those, those things into account. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago, my alpha went into the bathroom with a beer stein 
and made, filled it half half full and then filled the other half with monster. So I was walking around with this like monster piss cocktail, which was actually <laughs> really good. But then everybody thought that I was drinking a beer and was like all freaked out because everybody knows I'm sober. So they were like, oh my God, what are you doing? I'm like, it's <laughs> fine. And then I'd look at them and be all, try it and then they gave me a funny look and like <laughs> ran away i thought it was the most delicious thing ever but you know what do i know <laughs> well i you know go, going back to like some sort of i guess humiliation um there was a there was a dom who told me and you know before this i wasn't into drinking it from a glass but he was like commanding me to do certain things and i was like i really have to pee like can i go pee and he was like nope can't go pee. You got to do this, this, and this first. And I'm like, all right, like, I'll do this. I'll do that. And then finally I was like, okay, I'm going to burst. Like, I really have to go. And he was like, you're not going to take a piss unless you piss in this glass and then you drink from it. And then I was like, oh fuck, that's so fucking hot. Yeah. And just doing it because he told me to do it. Like that's when that kind of thing changed for me, you know, but just to like drink directly from a glass for no reason, like there's no, you know what I mean? There's like no setup behind it. Or you could do it because it turns you into a perpetual motion machine. I mean, then it's just it's all in and out all the time. I mean, maybe don't only drink your piss and then piss and then drink your piss. At some point that <laughs> you get a lot of urea in there and that's not great for you in large quantities. Mm. But, oh, yeah, drinking, a, drinking piss out of a glass is fucking hot. <laughs> I like it. I just, it depends on the person. Like if my sir or, or my daddy or somebody who has some sort of like power over me does it, it's a whole different situation. But if like Joe Blow next to me is like, hey, here's my piss, I'm probably going to be like, mm, I'm good. Oh, you don't like Joe Blow? I'm not, I don't like him. Joe Blow. And here's the funny <laughs> thing. So many people know that I'm such a piss pig that people will literally offer me their piss. Like I will just be standing around at the bar minding my own business, talking about, you know, the Real Housewives or something non-leather. And all of a sudden, somebody will be like, hey, I got to go piss. You want mine? And I'm like, uh, I'm good for now, but thanks. You're the community urinal. I kinda have, well, I really think Ben is more the community urinal because I think he's probably not as picky about it as I am. I am not as picky as you are. That's correct. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm more picky just for like personal, like, you know, reasons of my own sobriety and things of that nature. Trust mm -hmm. me, if I didn't have to worry about that, I would take it all day, every day. Nice, nice. Well, what about drinking from the toilet? Now, before we like, before you guys get all cray cray here. I'm just lighting my torch. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I have a sub out in uh, the Inland Empire who I see very rarely, but we've been talking for years and we've met up multiple times throughout the years. And one of the things that I was just baffled with is, you know, I pissed in the toilet and then he was like, oh, you're going to waste it? And I was like, drink it then. And he did. And I was like, oh, my God, are you seriously drinking from the toilet? Now it's just like commonplace for me. <laughs> to think, like that concept of drinking from the toilet. But uh, have you guys had any experience with that? No, my my sexuality and kink stops at uh, the thought of poop. So... <laughs> I mean, this is like a, consider it a brand new from Home Depot toilet that's been sanitized and cleaned out and all that's in there is piss and toilet water. Yeah, I, somehow that doesn't, that's not, that doesn't have the appeal for me. Like, I think uh -huh. being a toilet or being humiliated in, uh, in that extreme of a, well, it's not even that extreme, but being humiliated in that kind of a way is not, I think is not really my bag. I, not your not your flavor. Not necessarily. I haven't had that experience. I don't know what that would be like for me. I think of myself when I'm in the right headspace with the right person as being the toilet or being the urinal. So drinking out of it would be, I don't know. I yeah, really yeah, have to trust the person I'm with, I think, for that. And I'd have to trust the toilet. I wouldn't do it in one of those like San Francisco like you know toilets. Oh, on absolutely the not no. out of a public toilet. Kids, no. don't try this at home. <laughs> I think and there's I a difference too between drinking out of a toilet and drinking out of a urinal. Like 
somehow for me that clocks is different. Oh, w- would you drink out of a urinal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Okay. okay. Out- ben, would you drink out of a bedpan? I have drunk out of a wait, hang on, what's it called? The bag. A catheter bag? Oh, I have yeah, I I have drunk out of a catheter bag, but no. never a bedpan. Wait, okay, Ben, shorter list. What haven't you drunk out of? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, yes, there was a friend of ours. Listen, this was fun. There was a friend of ours that had a cath bag at some point, and we were all out at one of the bars, and it, it like it was the end of the night, and they were closed, and so like just a few of us were hanging out trying to you know be quiet. And I took, and I had had a fair amount to drink, so I took the cath bag from him, and I just drank it, and it was hilarious, and I think there are photos somewhere. It, that, that was more of, like, a shocking joke than a sexual thing, but it was still a lot of fun. I don't think I can be a part of this podcast anymore. You have outdrank me. Good night, folks. <laughs> That's so fun. That's so interesting, though, that you have. So for you, Ben, it's probably more of like a mental space where, you know, you're you would drink out of a urinal, but you wouldn't drink out of a, a toilet. Yeah, I think for me, it's mostly about like I, I'm su- I love piss and I'm super into it, but I really, really don't like poop and I'm really not into that. And that's the distinction. Like anytime there's. I see. I, yeah. And there's also a thing like I'm I'm really. uh anxious sexually about things coming out of my butt so Mm. for me to piss play is more about uh face and body than it is about like pissing in my butt because then it necessarily has to come out in front of somebody and that's uh that's still a a bit of a boundary okay okay now you mentioned earlier about like getting pissed inside of though like in the past with your past boyfriend and stuff is that something that you're still into not particularly i mean i'll eh, i'll do it with negotiation right but it's not it's not like the thing that i am asking for you know got it got it yeah for me it's more of a visual thing too i've never been pissed in oh no that's not true i have been pissed inside of and it feels fine i guess i i think i'm more with you and where i like i'm more visual with it like i really just want it to be all over and just feel it going down my throat from like my favorite thing is like if my mouth is open and the guy's standing like a foot or two away from me and like aiming for my mouth oh hell yeah that sounds very safe in today's environment actually (laughs) six feet six Six feet. Try, try for the six instead of the two and if you have a six foot stream uh my number is (laughs) right well okay so we kind of talked about drugs being present in in urine but what about stds stds are not present in urine however a lot of times when you're drinking urine in particular if you're drinking it from a dick you're touching the dick uh -hmm. you can the the still like any any cocksucking std um uh sorry When you're drinking piss, um, often I can't even say it. I'm I'm having trouble with the ums. Hang on, I'm gonna start over. <laughs> Take seventy five. <laughs> Please hold. Yeah, there are no STDs present in piss. However, there are STDs present on penises, and specifically, like most of my experience is taking piss from penises. So that I I can't. I, that's mostly what I can speak to. But okay. w- when you're when you're, for example, sucking on a dick and piss comes out, or you're drinking from the tap, which means that you have uh, contact with a penis, all STD rules still apply. Got it. Got it. And I would also avoid anybody who says that they currently have a urinary tract infection. Mm. That does not add any, um, you know, special flavor to the urine or anything. I would avoid that. It's not as good as diabetic piss, I, I imagine. No, Nothing not the is. same at all. <laughs> Listen, but I totally want there to be a small community of UTI fetishists. That would be amazing. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, I, I think I, I would avoid probably trying to get a UTI myself. Um, yes. So is it true that depending on like what you drink changes the flavor of the piss? Like I've heard some people be like, oh yeah, I've been drinking like apple juice all day. So it should just 
taste wonderful. And I don't know if I really taste a difference. I do. You do? For sure. Um, my husband one time was given... So my alpha at the time asked mm-hmm. me, dir- directed me to have somebody make me piss ice cubes. What? Yes. What yes. does that even mean? That means you piss into an ice tray and oh, freeze it. I thought they, they were going to like freeze your penis so that your pee would come out like ice cubes. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Okay, sorry. Keep That's going. a special superpower. <laughs> That's called ouch. Um, so he, I followed this direction. I actually went to my husband, who at the time was trying to be more involved in my kinks. And I said, hey, so what do you think about doing this? And he's like, all right, I'll try it. So my husband's a heavy coffee drinker. Yeah. And he pissed in the, in the ice cube tray and froze it. And after he did that, my alpha was like, okay, have one of those and see what it's like. I literally had the ice cube in my mouth for five seconds and I had to spit it out because it was so strong and it literally made me gag. And I told my husband after that, I love you, but I can never do this with you again. And I have, and he's okay with that. And I've had other people who have had coffee or stronger caffeinated things like that. Not so much soda because that's got you know sweets and sugar, but especially coffee. For me, anyway, I can really taste it. It it makes the piss taste very bitter, and I don't know what else, but definitely bitter. If you were to like prescribe a diet for a day to the people that are going to be using you as a urinal for the weekend uh what would that look like i would say it's mostly about staying away from things and i can't believe we've gotten this far into this interview and we haven't talked about asparagus yet (laughs) (laughs) right i was thinking about that too i think for me the main things are staying away from asparagus and coffee um for me more coffee more than other caffeinated beverages it does it gives that sort of bitter acrid real pungent um kind of a smell and flavor that is not my favorite uh but some people very much enjoy it and they very much enjoy asparagus pee too you know they're when you eat asparagus um it makes your pee smell funny and there are some people that i think there's an enzyme where you can smell it and an enzyme where you can't so some people can smell it and some people can't so but it's a it that's a that's a really uh not my favorite flavor okay so i think if if you're going into a piss weekend the main thing is to stay way more hydrated than you think you want to be and that's mostly water and, if possible, beer, but not like heavy liquor. And then I think probably if you eat sweeter foods, the sugar, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I've noticed a, a correlation. I have seen people that take certain medications and I, I haven't been able to parse them out yet because I don't, I'm not going to ask somebody after I've drunk their piss, like, what do you, what medications do you want? Um, <laughs> certain medications uh, give piss a different flavor as well. Interesting. Okay. Um, I imagine prep doesn't change the taste. <laughs> Let's hope not. <laughs> not that I've noticed. Right, right. Okay, so we've talked about <laughs> don't eat asparagus, don't have coffee, maybe. Um, is there anything else to consider when like prepping for a pee party? I think the best thing to remember is mostly just stay hydrated. Like hydration is really the key. And hydration is what I've actually found that that chart that I was talking about. And the darker your pee, the less water or liquid you've had in your body. So I think the main thing for a piss weekend is just a lot of water or beer if you want to do it. You can probably have some of the sweeter drinks. Like you could probably do like juices and stuff. But even okay. that, I worry about the acidity sometimes. Um, and then food-wise, I've not actually noticed any difference like if somebody had spaghetti or if somebody had waffles i think i don't know why i chose those two foods but they <laughs> well they go together clearly. i mean they do go together yeah. um i've never noticed a difference in food but i have definitely noticed a difference when it comes to the liquids you're drinking so i would just okay. say it's mostly water beer coke maybe 
stay away from coffee, especially really heavy coffee. My husband drinks coffee with like eight shots of whatever in it. And it's, so it's like really like, oh my God. Right, right. Like what? It's like, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So before we, we have one more um, not so fun topic to talk about and (laughs) we'll Uh get into the rest of it. Um, So we've already talked about like, okay, no STDs can't are necessarily are present, particularly in the piss itself. What about something like, like hepatitis or something like that? Does anybody know? I'm not a doctor. There are only two, there are only two infections that can be passed or that can be held in, in urine. One of them is typhoid and the other one I don't even remember. Um, but there are not, urine does not carry diseases. It doesn't carry uh, infections. It doesn't, it, it, it's a, it's a sterile uh, substance. Got it. Got it. Your husband okay. is pissing right now. I just wanted to mention that. Aww. I can hear him from, even with these earbuds, and I could hear the gentle, I was very happy. He's doing his part. I'm right over here. <laughs> he's got how many urinals in this house right now <laughs> well so you know we we kind of said about how we all got started kind of now what if somebody's listening to this podcast right now and they want to know you know during quarantine of all times how can i get started with piss play what are some ad, what's some advice you could give oh my god go into the okay drink a whole lot of water um, and keep drinking water until you pee once. And then once you've peed once, then go into the bathtub, take off your clothes. Yeah, take off your clothes at first, and then just pee all over yourself. Like, lay down and pee on yourself and see what that feels like. See what it tastes like. See if you enjoy it. Um, see if you get super turned on and you start, you know, leaking from everywhere. Um, you can go to, say, an outdoor space uh, and practice peeing in your clothes which i think is difficult for a lot of people because we've trained our bodies to hold our to hold our pee in mm-hmm. so if you go out i it doesn't even have to be outside but if you're just somewhere and you start peeing in your clothes it it can be a real experience to try to make yourself do that yeah i think the first time I, i've never peed in like full clothing like jeans and something but you know i did pits a couple times while I was like wearing a t-shirt and some underwear and there's something like that first time that you do that so like sexy about it because it's like this is so wrong but I'm still doing it (laughs) yeah it's a it's a real big turn on and and there's something about the sensation of the warmth and the wetness and the scent of it much I mean in addition to the taste but just the warmth and the wetness alone are oh they're such a turn on. Like I get so excited about it. And then, the, and then the smell like going into, and it, I hate this. I don't hate this. I think it's great. Going into <laughs> like a, a downtown alley that smells like old piss reminds me of specifically, I think the JC Penny dressing rooms of my youth, like when I was eight years old or maybe Sears, eight years old, trying on Husky jeans. And the, somebody had clearly peed in every single dressing room of every single department <laughs> store. And they all smelled like stale piss. And so there was an excitement and like an, I don't know what's going on, but I feel funny in my tummy kind of sensation about that. And there's a, so in my head, then it's connected to the public sex that gay men have that are, that also happens in those same spaces. So there's a whole like mental wraparound with it. That's, Oh, Oh, I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, what about you, David? Do you have any advice for newbies? Besides uh, pissing in your clothes and going to JCPenney's? <laughs> <laughs> I work for one of those major retailers, so I won't say which one, but you can always find me there. Tap me on the shoulder. No, just kidding. Um, I would say I like what Ben said about doing it on your own, like pissing on yourself, getting to kind of know what the sensation is like. Um, also, if you have like, if you happen to have somebody in your life like a husband, a boyfriend, somebody that you've been with, and you trust, you know, where they've been and what they've been doing, I would absolutely just ask them, hey, um, I'm kind of interested in seeing what this is like. The next time you have to go to the bathroom, maybe come over to the bathtub instead and see what happens. And 
You know, I think it's really just about exploration and not being afraid of what it is. A lot of people get really weirded out by just the thought of it. And I'm not ever quite sure why. There's something about piss. I'm like Ben, like, I like the feel of it. I like the way it's on, when it's on my body, just just mm. something about it that is, it's different than cum. And I don't know how to to, to differentiate the two, but something about piss, when I'm pissed on, it just feels different than when somebody comes on me. And mm-hmm. it just takes me to a different headspace. And so if you're brand new to it, you just have to get over the ick factor. Like if that's even involved in your brain, it may not be for you. Well, I'll, I'll tell you from personal experience, there was an ick factor for me thinking like, this belongs in the toilet. Why would I be putting it on myself? But I think when you get into the research and realizing that it's actually sterile and it's safe to drink, and there's really nothing like microscopically bad about it, yeah. um, then right. you can kind of start to get over that headspace where you're like, oh, okay, urine is sterile. It is safe to drink unless there's drugs that are passing through it or those two, you know, distinct um, diseases. Once you get your mind past that, you can kind of like let go a little bit. Yeah. I think if you have typhoid, you probably shouldn't be engaging in a lot of sexual uh, exploits. Right. But I don't know. Right. (laughs) And I was also going to say, I think with any kink that involves any sort of bodily fluid, whether it's cum, blood, piss, shit, whatever it is, there has to be, I mean, I think that's what makes it kinky because it's something that we normally don't play with right exactly yeah it's taboo i think but the 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 great thing about piss is that it's so low risk like it's such a it can be such a beginner kink because there's nothing there's like the things that can go wrong if you're just pissing on somebody or they're pissing on you or in you the things that can go wrong the list is much shorter than a lot of other kinks so that it's yeah it's super like it's a lot in terms of safe, sane, and consensual. Like it's it the safety factor is fairly high, so it's it's pretty low risk. Yeah. Any advice on those who are pee shy? Oh, close your eyes and think of England. <laughs> <laughs> when you say pee shy, do you mean somebody that would want to give it? Yeah, you know, I actually had a guy come over from Grinder one time. That's when I was like first getting into piss, um, and I was like. I was like, have you ever done water sports? And he's like, no, but I'd, I'd be open to trying. And he couldn't do it. I was like, right. I was in the tub on my knees and he, his dick was over me for like five minutes. And I'm like, okay, uh, do you need help? And he's like, I can't do it. I don't know what's happening. I can't do it. I think I'm pee shy. <laughs> I didn't know what to do. So we just moved on. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know if there's really a way around that because that's totally the other person. Mm-hmm. it's 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 I, I guess the only thing you could do is say just relax and you know like think of the river think of a waterfall <laughs> i don't know i mean i honestly don't know like i think i had one gentleman one time who really 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 wanted to do it but just could not do it and it actually took him it was actually at this victory party the regiment of the black and tans had a victory party um one year and the theme of it it was like a piss party and it was in the back lot of this uh this store and there was this one person who really wanted to get into it and really wanted to try it and he tried at the beginning of the party and just couldn't do it and finally he just had a couple of drinks and some water and just saw what was going on around him and he just relaxed and then by the end of the night like it was all over me so i think it really just depends on your the person's mindset like you just have to kind of know that the person who is in front of you that wants it they really want it and it's like just let it go i think on the other end of it though there is the when somebody says oh no i'm pee shy that is sort of a universally accepted polite excuse for no i'm not going to pee in your mouth and i don't need to tell you why Mm-hmm. That's so, like, true if too. somebody's just not into it, or they're they're in a monogamous relationship, or whatever, and you say, "Hey, pee on me," and they say, "No, I'm pee shy." That for me is always a a sign of like, "Okay, we're not going to do this. Like, let's move on." Which, Got it. which is, yeah. I mean, it's nice that there's like an acceptable code for that. 
I've never thought of it that way, but yeah, I would I could understand that. I would never force anybody to piss on me. But that's a good way to remember it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it sounds like you guys are getting like pictures of piss offered to you at a regular <laughs> basis anyway. So. Listen, I mean, if anybody ever wants to offer, well, we would both be glad. <laughs> yes, I I we would definitely. I feel there was probably one time when Ben and I were perhaps side by side or very close to each other and that was happening i remember that oh see okay i'm not crazy oh that was <laughs> yeah that was and then you guys disappeared did we yes i went back to the bar we were, we were it was like on a crawl and i went back to the bar and you guys just never showed up and i was like oh i got you a drink and everything <laughs> oh, that's right good times i wanted to have i wanted to make my own event called super soaker one night yes uh, yeah we'll have to have one or both of you on the poster. <laughs> oh, oh my god, totally. I oh, I'd be so down for that. That would be amazing. <laughs> At some point too, we should have an event. I've noticed that people who flag yellow oftentimes are partnered with people who flag red and I really want to have a ketchup and mustard party. Shut <laughs> up. Get out. Sure. I found a, a pair of socks that is a ketchup bottle on one sock and a mustard bottle on the other, so I gave so I like I took one I obviously took the, I bought two pairs of socks. I, I took the yellow ones and I gave the red ones to somebody that was into fisting. And it was a lot of fun. I think we should have ketchup and mustard parties. Okay. For your hot dog. Yeah. This is all after the vaccine, you guys. We have so many ideas. Oh my God. <laughs> There's going to be so many things. <laughs> It'll be a free for all. Mm -hmm. yeah, sure will. A pee for all. Well <laughs> said. Perfect. In, in, well, since we're talking about events, what are some piss play events that people could be aware of? Let's pretend like COVID's not a thing right now. <laughs> right. Well, the biggest one is wet and hot, which happens in uh, Palm Springs in, is it July? Yeah. It's usually at uh, a clothing optional resort. And it is just a bunch of guys flagging yellow and just having a gay old time, you know, pissing and drinking. And that's the biggest one that I know of. Okay. They set up, that's a lot of fun because they set up like uh, sodas and beer and water just for anybody to grab at any time so that everybody can stay hydrated. And they have big inflatable kiddie pools set up so that everybody can take turns in the pool and get completely showered. It was amazing. I went a couple of years ago and there was... A gentleman that I met there who was super sexy and was wandering around for most of the weekend in a diaper, which was intriguing to me. So then, like, it became all about diaper play and piss play and a little bit of paddling. And at some point, the two of us were, he's wearing a diaper, I'm naked, we're in a kiddie pool, totally making out, rolling around in, in fresh piss, and there are six guys standing over us just letting loose all over us as we're making out and groping each other. Uh, I've never been, I was going to go this week or this week, this year. It was in my calendar for like six months. Yeah. And when I alerted on my phone, I like almost cried because oh. we could. <laughs> wow. Wet and hot. Like, okay. I cannot wait. Until, oh, it's so much fun. Um, I know that there's wet Wednesdays at Slammer. Um, hopefully Slammer survives to next year and then the future. But I, I believe they have free water bottles uh, they offer at Slammer, and there's like a whole piss room actually with like urinals and a tub, and it's it's a really fun space to go to. Yeah, that's great. Slammer is a sex club in Silver Lake, is it? He, I think yeah. it's Silver Lake. East Hollywoodish. Yeah. Yeah. East Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, any other parties? I don't know. I, I it's interesting because I don't. It occurs to me that piss is not the same kind of fetish as other things like if you're into fisting that's sort of the activity that you're doing for the night mm -hmm. whereas if you're pissing on somebody that's like a minute a couple of minutes and then it's done so it's often part of a larger menu of an evening that you'll have i liken it a lot to bondage if you're going to tie me up you should do something to me when i'm tied up um, uh, yeah, yeah. that the oftentimes bondage is just is like part of a larger scene rather than the scene in itself i think pissing is the same way so it's there are fewer parties and events around piss play than there are around other things. So there's less piss specific parties versus parties where there is piss, basically. Please, please tell me that piss specific was 
Yes. Intentional. We're going to start a punk band called Piss Specific. Piss Specific. Piss Specific. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I only know of, like, the event that I was telling you about, that, that victory party, was really the first party I went to that was that was the sole purpose and that party they had water everywhere they had kiddie pools like it was a whole thing it was really awesome and i was hoping that that would become a regular thing but it never really did but i also think it's hard to sometimes find a space outside of like a sex club or something like that to do that i mean you would have to find it feels like you would have to be in somebody's backyard sort of a situation because there's not you can't really you can't do it at a bar you can't do it at any space like that that i know of it feels like you would have to almost have a private party if it's not at a slammer or something like that or jc penny or jc penny (laughs) (laughs) can i can i tell a story yes Okay, when I first moved to LA, um, I made friends online with a sister who has since passed away, and uh, he took me, a sister of perpetual indulgence, he took me to my first LA gay bar, um, like the first week I was here, and it was one of the leather bars in LA. I looked up, I'm on the patio, and I'm just absolutely feeling myself, because I have no, you know, I'm from the sticks essentially like i have no idea where i am and everything is new and at some point i you know i've taken off my shirt and then somebody's ripped the sleeves off my undershirt so i'm just a, a, a total the best kind of mess that there is and this man comes out to the patio and he's in full head-to-toe leather with the cover and the sunglasses and the cigar and the whole bit and i had an entire moment where where I sort of instinctively put my hands behind my back without realizing it. And the person I was talking to who I just met was like, oh, oh, okay, come here. And int- came and introduced me to this guy. <clears throat> now we had uh, quite an evening where there was, uh, just in the bar, where there was lots of like nipple play and making out and and a little bit of smacking around. And then at the end of it, he, he said, uh, would you like to come home with me? And I said, I'm super drunk, so I'm going to say no. Um, just because I'm not as in control of myself as I'd like to be. Uh, but next time, and he said, okay, I'm going to mark you then. And I was like, okay. And I didn't know what that meant. I thought, oh, it'll give me a hickey or something. And instead, he he just stands there for a minute. And I don't know what's going on. I think, are we having? Are we supposed to be having a psychic connection? And I don't realize. And then I <laughs> start feeling it on the crotch of my jeans. that uh, he's just pissing all over me. Uh, and I didn't. Right. It was so, and I just melted. Like I'm, an, I'm incredibly hard and almost about to pass out because it was so hot. Um, uh, so then he leaves. Sorry. Turns out, yeah, the, the, this is a gentleman who has, uh, you know, and I'm not going to tell the rest of that story. But it was uh, a. Oh, I'm hard again. you can't just stop right there. We're all hard. <laughs> this could get edited. <laughs> Shut up. Finish the story. Um, he was a delightful man. I've seen him several times since then. It took me a lot of years to actually realize who it was because I met him that one night and then was reintroduced to him many years later. And it took me a long time to put the two together. So it was like this big revelation. Do I know him? Every, of course you do. You can tell me. <laughs> do I know him? You, can, you can tell me when this is over. You know everyone in the whole world, Not David. the whole world. <laughs> Anyways, okay. <laughs> well, now that we're in story time, David. Yes. Um, sexy piss story. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So it's funny that Ben was talking about this situation because I have a story where I was, there's this gentleman in our community who I adore. He is a complete daddy. We get along very well. And one night we were at the bar and he has always been very much into piss play. And I have always been very much into, here I am, take me, take me. And so <laughs> one night we were what? on the what? <laughs> we were on the patio of the bar and we were kind of like flirting, talking, whatever you want to call it. And we were he had to go to the bathroom and we had been having like this whole kind of like sexual chat play talk on the patio. And I was so enthralled with our conversation, and he was a little tipsy. 
And he said, you know, I don't think I feel like walking all the way to the bathroom. And he unbuttons my pants, pulls his dick out, puts his dick into my pants, and goes. And I'm standing on the patio, feeling my jeans get completely soaked and my underwear. My God. And I cannot move. And I am, my eyes are rolling to the back of my head. I was just in heaven. And he Mm. finishes what he's doing, zips back up. I'm standing on the patio. People are watching because, like, there's people around. And they're looking at me. And my pants are still undone. And I'm just like, okay. That was great. Like I have no words. Like I, I could not. It was probably besides that very first time, probably one of the most intense, orgasmic experiences that I have had because it was so public. I felt humiliated and loved, and I had a purpose all at the same time. I need to hang out with you guys more. It was, <laughs> it was the most amazing thing, and it was with one of the most amazing men I know. And then after all of that, I had to figure out, oh shit, how am I getting home? Yes. Because Are you going to go in an Uber like that? Yes, I had to go in an Uber, drenched. <laughs> so I stayed at the bar longer, like trying to fan myself <laughs> to dry off at least somewhat because I had to go sit in some stranger's car to go home and also hope oh. that like I didn't smell like a fucking urinal, which thank God I didn't. You know but, what? I'm just going to leave an extra set of clothes off in a dark corner somewhere at all the leather bars for you with your name on it. Right? <laughs> I was just, oh my God, it was so amazing. So I got I got in this guy's car and I literally, the way I sat in the car ride home is I didn't put my ass on the seat. I kind of was like, I don't know, I kind of like, on your hand like kind of propped myself up a little bit because I was so afraid that I was going to like get like, I was going to get his the passenger the the back seat Wait, soaked you did like the public the public toilet squat kind of yeah that's what i did for the whole ride home i mean thank god i'm not that far away it was like a 12 15 minute drive because it was like two o'clock in the morning so there was no traffic but the entire ride home i was like i was just remembering the moment i was just hard as a rock and getting out of the car i was so gingerly getting out of the car like thank you like trying to not get anything i'm recreating this in your bedroom ben right now as i speak i'm like getting off the bed trying to demonstrate for nobody that can see me (laughs) because this is a podcast and nobody can see just so you know everybody (laughs) i don't know what david was thinking but he dressed up for the event i Um. (laughs) did i'm wearing my best urinal t-shirt you are all missing it but i will take photos and send them to you privately Um, wow. Okay. I think yeah, both it was of your amazing. stories are incredible. Uh, the The hottest story that I have is actually the last day that uh, the bars were open um, as, as far as piss. I know when I got home, it was very emotional, but um, it was very hot. Uh, I won't say the name of the bar, but, you know, um, it was like, God only knows what, like how long these bars are going to be closed. So like, everyone just kind of let loose and did whatever uh which i thought was really cool um there was one guy that had uh like his slave you know quote unquote slave they had like a master slave relationship and i like struck a conversation up with them and like later on somehow i don't even remember that night that much but at some point he was like sucking my dick (laughs) like right in front of everybody he's like suck his dick I'm like, sure, okay, like, <laughs> my dick. Uh, <laughs> and that just really started the whole night for me. But there was one guy who, like, went to the bathroom and, like, right before I gave him my cup and I said, can you top me off? And he went to the bathroom and he came out and he pissed all the way to the rim. And I thought yeah. I thought for sure he wouldn't have done it because I was kind of drunk. But he did. He did it. And I drank every drop. And then later on that night, there was uh, another guy, and uh, I know this guy, and him and his partner are open, we're like standing there talking, and he's like, 
oh, I got to go take a piss really quick. And I was like, why? And I got down on my knees and drank from the tap, like right in front of everybody. And that was so sexy for me. <laughs> like, because you can't drop it anywhere. Right. You, you, you're responsible now <laughs> for I the think, public safety. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I think that's my most favorite place to have that experience is not so much in private, but totally in public. I can't tell you how many pool parties I've been to where I have somehow managed to be over in the piss area, just casually on my knees, you know, hey, <laughs> what's going on? Oh, sure. Glug, 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 glug. You know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, you guys, I think we can go on with these piss play stories all day. Um, but before we wrap up, I just want to thank you for coming on the show again and just for being your kinky, slutty selves. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. This has been amazing and awesome. Well, I hope you all enjoyed our special episode today. And maybe some of us learned some new things. And those of you who are already curious might have been inspired to explore some more. On another note, now that things are starting to get back to normal, being able to go back to the Bullet Bar and other bars around town, I will be spending more of my time in person. So I hope to be having some more live events at the bar. And if you follow me, you may have already seen our Leather Together live stream podcast from the Bullet Bar last month, as well as our kinky fundraiser that Queen Anna Elgos and I hosted a couple weeks ago at Sanctuary LAX. For those of you who are avid listeners to the podcast, our next Leather Talk Zoom party will be taking place on Tuesday, August 3rd, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can find more info on all of my events coming up soon by following me on Instagram and Patreon as Leather Talk Mr. Bullet and Twitter as Brandon Bullet LA. Thanks again for listening. And as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay pissy. <laughs> all right, let's go take a piss. Yeah! <laughs>